Hey guys, how's it going? My name's Derek. Let me start off by saying that, and this is my friend Isaac. Hi, I am here, and I'm glad to be. More importantly, though, we're here to talk about what happened recently in La La Land. Yeah, just last night. Uh, just last night, the news broke of Lance Stevenson. Lance the Goat. Lance Stevenson going to L.A. Um, I couldn't be more thrilled for his career trajectory. And uh, what he's decided to do. Um, but what's crazy is LeBron seems to want to go to these teams yeah. that are already pre-established. Like, with, with Lance's signing, I think LeBron really solidified his choice in L.A. Now, to be fair to LeBron, he signed with L.A. before Lance. But there, to, to assume he that there was no talking. He knew Lance was coming. He, he knew. You and, have to. With a free agency signing that big, you have to know that... My personal goat, Lance Joseph Stevenson, is going to go to LA Lakers. You have to know. LeBron had to know. His middle name is Joseph? Oh, I just made it up. Okay, well, I'm sorry, gonna... Lance. Um... Lance Equinemius Stevenson. <laughs> Let me look it up. <laughs> but, I don't know. There had to have been talk between them because you don't... There's no way. Lance just straight up goes to LA. And that's a huge loss for the Pacers, too. Lance leaving, them cutting him, letting him grow his wings. And you know, can we talk about the pay cut that Lance Stevenson is taking and going to L.A.? $4.6 million? He, he really is, He's a max contract player. Max contract, opinion. easily. 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 I'm glad that he got out of the East, though, because he's been, I mean, if anything, it makes it easier for the East. Lance has been, you know, first round... Game 7 took LeBron to Game 7 last year. Mm -hmm. Single-handedly, I might say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No help from Victor Oladipo. Victor Oladipo. Oh. <laughs> Lance Stevenson, 2012 Eastern Conference finalist. I mean... Yeah, I if you go back to the Roy Hibbert Pacers... And he who who shall the, not be the named. Lance Stevenson. Thing. Lance Stevenson era before he took a uh, equally great contract from the Hornets, um, and then decided to come back to Indiana after a couple years of self reflection. Um, he really, I, I think, he's the reason LeBron just was too tired to beat the Warriors in those years, is he had to go through Lance easily. Um, and Lance and LeBron had a thing, and you know they talked, and they went out to L.A. But LeBron in L.A., you've got a. Now you've got LeBron, Lance, JaVale McGee. Um, there's your big three right there. Do they really need Kawhi Leonard? No, they've already got Lonzo. Yeah, they've got Lonzo. They've got the second coming of Magic Johnson in Lonzo Ball. They don't need anything else. They've got the second coming of Kevin Durant in Brandon Ingram. They've got the second coming of Joe Jackson, rest in peace, in LeVar Ball. That's it. <laughs> uh, yes, in LeVar. Um, can LeVar and LeBron met? Mesh? No, it's that's too. I mean, I'm a LeBron stan. I I love LeBron, so I don't think he has much of an ego, even though I realize he does. So like, it's gonna be nice. It's interesting to see those two egos just butt heads for the whole season. And I'm I've been googling for five minutes. I cannot find Lance Stevenson's middle name. I'm convinced he doesn't have one, but he is a junior. I think he's Lance Stevenson Jr. So, anyways, <laughs> I would love to meet Lance Stevenson Senior. I think he's a pimp. I like he just sounds like a pimp. Lance Stevenson's dad. Jesus Christ, we can't. <laughs> what? <laughs> we gotta edit that out. <laughs> not like a, not like a literal pimp, but like just like a cool guy, you know, like a laid back cool guy. <laughs> Lance Stevenson Senior. Like a pimp, not as an occupation, just as an 
a compliment. Yeah. Lan- LeBron is going to L.A., and that is the biggest news of probably the last, well, since he came back to Cleveland. Yeah. And anybody that thought he was going to stay stay in Cleveland, I, I personally think is an idiot because Dan Gilbert has treated him like trash. I mean, Dan Gilbert has treated all of his employees and all of his players like trash. He treats them like cannon fodder. Yeah. He just throws them away. He doesn't care who they are. He doesn't care about the contracts, personalities. He's Petty as can be. Petty as can be. I mean, look at what happened with uh, David Blatt. Mm. Um, you look at what happened with their former GM. Um, what was his name? Um, Hinky, rest in peace. No, no, not not <laughs> Sam Hinky though. I, I they would have won four years worth of championships. Is Sam Alderman? Um, no, no, that's their current GM. Mm. Is Kobe Alderman? But the, anyways, the past GM he. He didn't resign his contract because of David Griffin. David Griffin, um, but he didn't didn't resign the contract because of differences with Kyrie, which we we, we see how that turned out under Dan Gilbert. So you can only not, assume not great. You can only assume that that it, it wouldn't have been better. Yeah. Or it would have been better. Um, so D- I think Dan Gilbert single handedly continues to drive his franchise into the ground, and that's why I will always dislike the Cavs. Uh, yeah, the Cavs only. Gained my affection once LeBron was on the team, and he's gone. So I'm a Lakers fan now. Let's be honest. <laughs> uh, Lake, Laker up. What's the What's their motto? Um, go Lakers, go. I, it has to have something to do with L. A. Now because you got okay. Lonzo, Lonzo, Lamarcus Aldridge. No, <laughs> Javale McGee. Um, but <laughs> anyways. Um, LeBron to the Lakers, though, that, but that completely transforms the West and the East. Like, now the Celtics and the 76ers are going to duke it out for That's, the East. Yeah. I mean, what the East didn't even have any great draft picks, really. No, when you look at it, I mean... I mean, the Suns, the Kings, the Mavs. I mean, the Hawks got Trey Young, but I don't think Trey, Trey Young Young's. is going to affect the East immediately. Not at all, no. Um, and, and he's on a terrible team. Like, that team's going to be lotto for the next couple years before they turn into anything. Nice. So you've got the Celtics, you got the 76ers. I mean, the Pacers should stay consistent. We are Indiana boys, I'd like to reiterate. So we are high on the Pacers to the Eastern Conference Finals bandwagon. Victor Oladipo will single-handedly lead us to an NBA championship. Um, and not this year, or it could be this year. 2019 mm-hmm. NBA championships. Never say never. That's right. Um, but generally, like, the only impactful players I saw in the draft were DeAndre Ayton, Donkic? Donkic? Donchich? Donchich. I don't know. Um, Jaron Jackson Jr., I think, could impact early, and Bagley. Um, maybe Bamba, but, I mean, he's going to a... Yeah, he's going... He's a raw player, and he already got dunked on by Embiid, (laughs) so it's not like he's going to get stopped. And Embiid yelled in his face. Yeah, (laughs) he should just really retire at this point. (laughs) It's it's he's peaked already with the sixth pick. Yeah, um, sixth pick to the Magic. Where, yeah, Magic where centers go to die. Jonathan Isaac was a lottery pick last year. I yeah, don't, I don't think anybody's heard from him. I don't know if the Magic know where he is. I think he averaged. <laughs> he's just he's gone. I think he also retired. Um, and then Dwight Dwight oh, is Frank Vogel still with the Magic? I think he got fired. Which rip Frank Vogel. Frank um, Vogel. Part of the Lance Stevenson era Pacers. Yes, yes, the Roy Hibbert era Pacers, <laughs> um, the David West era Pacers, and the anybody but Paul George era Pacers. But yeah, Paul George doesn't exist. We'll get to Paul George. Yeah, but really focusing on Kawhi now, like re back to the West. 
There was a report that said Kawhi wouldn't be traded anywhere in the West, as Pop does. Yeah, I don't see why they would. I mean, but everybody's lowballing them yeah. from the reports I've seen, which doesn't make. I mean, it makes sense with what you saw with the Paul George trade. I, exactly. I feel like we got a hometown boy that stepped up, but I don't know what NBA players from San Antonio won. Um, All right. <laughs> that doesn't. Really, it's not really a valid argument, but. Um, I don't know. I think there should be a lot they could get for Kawhi, and I, I would also hold out because, I mean, he's stuck with you. Even if he doesn't play, he's stuck with you for a year. I, I saw Stephen A. Smith say that Kawhi will sit out, which I think is against the rules. <laughs> I mean, I think you have to I play mean, maybe he'll team. just play like he has an injury. Yeah, he'll just fake it the whole time. You know, fake he has an injury all year. But I don't know. I think Kawhi would be happy in L.A., but we saw with the whole Paul George thing now signing back with OKC yeah. that there's still leverage there. Oh, there's definitely leverage there. Because, I mean, some teams are not going to – they might try to lowball, but the Spurs can just point to Paul George staying exactly. with the team. You know, with that one-year contract, it was the same situation. It's the mm-hmm. exact same situation. Yeah, because with PG last year, everybody was like, okay, Oklahoma City's wasting their money on a one-year rental that they're just going to lose next year. But Paul George actually ended up staying for God knows why. <laughs> so, yeah, honestly. Like, they do have more leverage just based off the Paul George situation because it's essentially the same thing. I mean, without, you know, Paul George being injured all year and getting mad at the Pacers organization. Yeah. Paul George just hated the Pacers because he's a terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Um, at, at us, Paul George. But uh, honestly, I, I think what's going to happen, though, in the end is we're going to see what the trade offer for Kawhi is. He will get traded this offseason. I'm calling it. It'll happen. It's it'll be like season? the Pacers thing. Okay. It, it, it'll just happen like Paul George just happened out of the blue in the middle of free agency. I see it'll just happen. And I almost guarantee we're going to be underwhelmed. It's going to be to, like, the Hawks. <laughs> for Trae Young. <laughs> we're going to be underwhelmed with what it's for, too. Like, we'll yeah. look at the Spurs and be like, that's idiotic. But, but then maybe it'll work. Ex- but the thing is, whoever... He gets traded for. It's going to go to the Spurs, and that person's going to become the next Tony Parker, Tim Duncan, Finals MVP twenty twenty. Honestly, everybody that goes to the Spurs end up ends up overperforming. That, so that's just what they do there. They breed it. They got pop. They're going to be fine. They'll get Terry Rozier from the <laughs> Celtics, and then a first rounder next year, and then maybe I don't know who's the Celtics starting power forward. They can have whoever that is too. Kelly Olynyk. Come on, man. He, he's he's on the Heat now. I mean, no, the other white guy, Baines, Aaron Baines. There you go. He's a center. They don't have a power forward. Oh, my. Mark, Mark, Marcus. Marquise? Marcus. <laughs> Marcus Morris. <laughs> I think Marcus Morris. The, no, it is Marcus Morris. Marcus Morris, the acclaimed LeBron stopper. You see yes. that? Yeah, yeah, that one game he stopped LeBron and um, did really well. Yep. But to transition even back to Paul freaking George staying with Oklahoma City assuring that they now have a log jam at small forward. I Yeah. Because I, you can say Andre Roberson's a two, but he's not even a two. He's a, he's three, a three. He's a three. That man is six foot eight. Who's pounds. playing the two. <laughs> yeah. And Paul George plays the three. And people are like, oh, Carmelo can play the four. Carmelo can't play the four. He can shoot, and that's about all he's worth. Carmelo's now. not posting anyone up. No. He's going to shoot on the perimeter, so yeah, I stretch four, but he's not going to play defense or get rebounds either. So no. they log jam at the three. They got a log jam at the center now because Nerland's Noel was just 
breaking. I like, like Nerlens Noel as a player. I do not like him on the Thunder. But they may Presties prove me wrong before. Yeah. But what I don't know. The thing that gets me is that Oklahoma City, they do everything to keep this quote-unquote big three, big three and a half love. <laughs> <laughs> you got Paul George, Russ, Steven Adams, and then half of what Carmelo Anthony used to be. But then when you have three MVPs on your team about five years ago, and you do nothing to keep them, Harden, Durant, Westbrook, they're all gone. We talk about how much Presti impresses people. Yes. But he really has blown it. He's bl- he just continually blows it. He just lost an Oladipo trade. <laughs> he lost an Oladipo trade that involved Paul George. <laughs> he he lost a James Harden trade. Yes. He just lost Kevin Durant. Period. And they just lost in the first round of the playoffs to the Utah Jazz. I mean, <laughs> Sam Presti loses. He's a loser. He's a stinker. He stinks. Oh. Hire hire us. Hire us. We're uh, currently looking for jobs. We. Isaac, weren't you, uh, are you trying to apply for Survivor? Yes. <laughs> I don't know how much how much personal we want to make this podcast. But... Catch me on next season of Big Brother, Survivor, or um, some other reality. The Bachelor. I want to see Isaac on The Bachelor. I'll be on The Bachelor, or, oh, wait, I what's that one with um, the chefs? The Bake Off. I'm going to be on The Bake Off. Ooh, I like that. Um, I've never baked a day in my life. You could be on Worst Cooks in America. That's a good show. Good. Somebody on that show made vanilla chicken. That sounds amazing. <laughs> Honestly, let's let's be straight up, Derek. I think vanilla chicken's the best way to go. Oh my god! Can I go back to LeBron real quick? Yes, go back. To I, I'm thinking, like, what does this? I mean, obviously, one of the biggest stories in the past couple years in the NBA. But I'm curious as to what this does to his legacy because it's like he goes to the West, but he's not. They're not winning this year. It doesn't do a dang thing to his legacy. No, you don't think so? No. I, I don't think it affects his legacy. Well, one, one, it doesn't matter if he wins, he's won. He's won already. Two, he already, he makes the Lakers a contender. Yeah, they'll make the playoffs. I mean... Yeah, they'll make, I mean, they may not even make the conference finals, but they're still going to play well, and people will talk about them for the first time in forever. Mm-hmm. And three, like, it doesn't, he's the greatest player. Like, it doesn't matter what team he's but, on or if he goes there to retire, like, he's still the greatest but player. But is he the GOAT? And that's the overarching theme of LeBron's whole career. It's like, is he better than MJ? Is he not? I mean, my argument, MJ's, what, 6-0 in the finals, but LeBron's made the finals. And MJ gets knocked out of the first round a handful of times. LeBron makes it to the finals year in and year out, and if he stays in the East, he could make another dozen finals consecutively because the East is weak. Another dozen? <laughs> I mean, if he, goes to like the, <laughs> if he goes to the Sixers, I think that's... <laughs> I think that's another handful of finals appearances, but I mean, they're not gonna. They're, they're not gonna be good next year. I I kind of think that with the signings of like Lance and Javale, they're gonna be. I don't know. They're just doing it to get attention or like you know get some media hype around them because this they're just gonna be they're gonna be a watchable team. What's well, the greatest show on earth? It is they're the just, Lakers. They're gonna be everybody's gonna be tuning in. They're gonna get lead pass to sign. To look for the pace or Pacers. Pacers on my mind. Look for the Lakers because that's just gonna be the most interesting team to watch. Lose. And I think forty eight and thirty forty eight and thirty four, easy. <laughs> I don't I don't think they're doing anything this year. That's fine. They're still gonna make a hell of money doing it. <laughs> they're gonna make a lot of money. I think that's I think that's what a lot of it is. 
And, I mean, business-wise for the Lakers, if they don't win, they're still going to do great. If they win, even better. Like, it's a, it's a win-win for the Lakers organization. And it's their first big win in a while. Yeah. Because draft-wise, they got some talent, but none of them turned into, you know, like, none of them are even a Donovan Mitchell. They lost D'Angelo, who's Donovan Mitchell before he was Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. <laughs> so, switching, uh, switching topics. I mean, we've got LeBron in L.A. We've got Kawhi <laughs> searching for a new home. I mean, Lillard's still with the Trailblazers, which there's some rumors about him moving on from there, which I, I don't know the validity of that. There's, I mean, the West is still stacked. The West is stacked. However we look at it, and it got, it's going to remain stacked because Houston re-signed Chris Paul, which I, I, I will continue to argue that I think Houston is one of those franchises that just never says redo it. Like, yeah. they're going to stick with a star that's, not going to win them anything, and they're going to re-sign a guy that's old that plays amazing, and he's going to continue playing well, but it's eating up their cap space. They've got Clint Capella that they have to pay. They're going to be stuck with the exact same team with Ryan Anderson, <laughs> and they're just going to be good. They're going to be really good, they're gonna be but average. they're not going to win unless something traumatizing happens to the Warriors. Yeah, no. The war if if the Warriors blow up on a plane, knock on wood. If they, bl- no, we don't want that to happen. Don't knock on wood was for that not to happen. Ryan Anderson is making twenty million dollars next year. Twenty million. Isn't that a beautiful thing? And how much is Eric Gordon making? Thirteen million. I honestly don't know where they got all of this money. Um, PJ Tucker's making eight million. <laughs> it's it's PJ. just like. Out of the NBA, there were the Trailblazers who had a bunch of bad contracts, and there was the Houston Rockets that have a bunch of bad contracts. And nobody talks about the Rockets having bad contracts because they're winning games. But these contracts suck. Because Ryan Anderson isn't just making – well, is he one year left? He's got got 2018-19 and then 2019-20. So he's got two years. Eric Gordon has two years. P.J. Tucker has three years. And then they don't really have much else on the cap right now. They're going to mask Capella – and they're going to get CP3. Unless they let him walk, and if they do, they're screwed. Yeah, they need Capella. They're kind of in a lose-lose situation. Like, they need everybody they have, but they can't afford to get anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> what, what the Warriors did so well is they built through the draft and then went out and got somebody else. Yeah. Like, they got the, the little contracts and then spent money. The Warriors lucked out because Steph, a couple years ago, Steph got hurt, and that hurt his value, so I don't... If I recall correctly, I don't think Steph got as much money as he was warranted because he got hurt. I think this is maybe three or four years ago. But that, and then, what was it? Just last year, they took pay cuts just so they can keep the core yeah. together. Like, yeah. the Warriors are just, I mean, that's just a combination of luck and, you know, having the second best player in the world on your team. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, all, all of those, what, four superstars? Yeah. And then what used to be a superstar in Andre Godala? Yeah. Um, and. Five superstars, Nick Young. Yeah, we can't forget Swaggy. Um, and the honorary uh, honorary sixth member of the Warriors, J.R. Smith, who single-handedly won them game one. That's true. <laughs> that That is also arguably the reason, another reason LeBron would leave the Cavs. But you get you lose J.R. Smith, but you gain Lance Stevenson. It's it's a one for one trade. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. When you talk about when you talk about players that do antics, the Lakers really went out of their way to sign two of the most 
antic-oriented players after LeBron lost the final, well, lost a game in the finals because of antics. Like they're not getting professional veterans. No. I love Lance Stevenson. Love I think he's he's always going to be one of my favorite Pacer players, one of my favorite players. But like when you look at LeBron and professionalism, he's not somebody that really fits that. Not at all. No, I don't understand what they're doing, but I support their right to do it. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I don't know. But then, back to CP3, it's like, here's my theory with the NBA right now. You have the Warriors, who, let's face it, they're going to win, they're going to win the finals for the next, as long as they keep that core together, they're going to win the next three finals. So, everybody's playing, you can't really play catch-up, because you're not going to catch up to them. So, you're either doing what the Celtics and Sixers are doing, and just kind of waiting for the old guard to pass on, and so you got young guys... Or doing what the Rockets are doing and just trying to stay "quote unquote" competitive while making money. You're, really, the Rockets, I think, aren't looking to like dethrone the Warriors. No. They're looking to steal one if somebody exactly. in the Warriors gets injured. Exactly. Um, and then the Celtics and the Sixers, I would argue, might have a chance eventually. Eventually. If Tatum or Brown or any of their young talent takes a leap, or if the Celtics go out and get Kawhi. Because so. if the Celtics get Kawhi, we we forget they went to the Eastern Conference Finals without. I, I don't think anybody really forgets. I say we forget, but nobody forgets without Kyrie and without Gordon Hayward. So it's all of their young guys. Yes. And Marcus Morris. Yes. <laughs> and they made it that far. I mean. Yeah. It. They. Kawhi is really the piece, the missing piece for the NBA puzzle right now because well. Part of the reason I think LeBron's going to L.A. is because he has to know someone's following him there. Either Whether it's Kawhi or DeMarcus Cousins. Or Lance. Or Lance. I mean, Lance has already followed him. I mean, LeBron followed Lance, let's be honest. Okay. But <laughs> he's got to know he's got another superstar to cl- complete that big three. <laughs> so, I don't know. But Kawhi really is the missing piece. I'm curious as to where he goes. But I think he's, like what you were saying earlier, he's going to go to some, one, some random team on a one-year rental like the Thunder didn't. They might luck out and keep him. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe OKC... Well, maybe the um, OKC will not go and get him. But maybe uh, the Sixers... Sixers. Go and grab him. But they've made Fultz, Simmons, and Embiid untouchable. Un- yeah. So, I mean, what are you going to trade him? J.J. Redick? They're going to trade him Dario Saric, and he's going to turn into... <laughs> a god. He's going to turn into a god, because he's a foreign player under Greg Popovich. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> he's going to turn into the next Ginobili. It's <laughs> true. Honestly, I don't. Yeah. CP3, 33 years old. Going, he's got a four-year contract. Four-year contract, and he took them. He had to take the max. He's the president of the Players Association. He has to take the max, or it looks bad. So I, I really just think Houston's. Just, and he's owed the max. He's exactly. I mean, he's earned it. But you're gonna be paying a 38-year-old CP3 40 million dollars a year. Yep. <laughs> That's not going to age well, I don't think. I'm really not excited for 2K22 um, <laughs> dealing with that contract. I, I am excited for 2K 2022 when LeBron James Jr. Oh, gets drafted. Drafted to whatever team LeBron goes to. The Lakers. The Lakers. <laughs> LaMelo, LeBron James Jr., LeBron, Lonzo, LiAngelo off the bench. <laughs> no, LiAngelo is not going to play in the NBA. <laughs> I, I'm saying it now. As much as I want to see it. Never going to play it. No. I, I don't even, like, when I thought it was hilarious when I saw the news that Lakers were just like, 
No, you're not <laughs> even going to be on the summer league team, man. Like, we're not even giving you that shot. But the fact that they had to address it means that there's something there. <laughs> it, it means his dad's outspoken. It means his dad is insane and is a very outspoken, yes. But I do. Do you watch the reality show on Facebook? They have no, a, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's my favorite thing. I watch it every Sunday night. It's by the people who made Keeping Up with Kardashians, and it is my not-so-guilty pleasure. I love that show. It's a great show. <laughs> I, I, I love the family. I really do, but, you know, yeah. as much as I respect LeVar and, like, the hustle he's done and, like, what he's done for those kids, yeah. like, at the same time, like, there's a point where you notice it starts hurting, mm. like, the reputations. Um, and arguably, him stealing from China didn't help his reputation at all. And then going to Lithuania doesn't help. Taking your kids out of the high school system, like, it looks like you're the dictator of that family. And, like, I get there's a need for that in a way. In a way. But also, you're taking it too far. A little bit. <laughs> now, if, if I'm wrong and Jello gets drafted, or not drafted, obviously not drafted. He just missed the draft. He yeah. missed it. Yeah, but... If I'm wrong and Jello becomes a superstar, then I'm wrong and I'm sorry. Isaac will personally go to the Ball Estate, the Lavar Ball's mansion, and kiss his feet. I would get arrested trying to, too. <laughs> I, I, I'll have that on my record. But yes, um, I will I will wash your feet, Lavar, mm. um, if, if it comes to that. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think, I highly doubt it will. Can we, oh, sorry, really quickly, can we talk about how the Jazz just, like, draft the whitest players? Who'd they just get? Grayson Allen. They really got Grayson Allen. They drafted Grayson Allen. Now, they drafted Donovan Mitchell. They so got if Ted- you're saying, Isaac, look, they've got Donovan Mitchell. They don't draft just white guys. Look at the rest of their team. They got Ted Cruz Jr.? <laughs> <laughs> they took Ted Cruz Jr. in the draft. They've got Rico, Rico, <laughs> Ricky Rubio. Ricky Rubio. They have uh, Joe Ingles. Joe Ingles. <laughs> I mean, okay, they've got Derek Favors and Donovan Mitchell, but it's like out of all of the white shooting guys, they took all of them. They're hoarding them. Rudy Gobert's French, so that, that means he's white, right? <laughs> I honestly don't know. No, Rudy Gobert's, he's French, but he's probably, I, he seems mixed. I don't know. He's light-skinned. He's one of my kind. But... <laughs> What made you think of Utah Jazz and white play? <laughs> it's just a thing. They always take these white, crappy shooters. Well, I mean, Pacers don't have much room to talk for. Cough, cough, Tyler Hansborough, TJ Leaf. <laughs> well, uh, we just like UCLA boys. Except yeah, for Tyler Hansborough can go rot. I'm kidding. Posted. I don't want that hate in the world. But Pacers have a history of drafting some stinkers. Yes, but we also have a history of taking some late lotto gods. Yeah. Like uh, Reggie. Reggie. Miller. Don't you heard him. of him? Don't know. He, the guy in the new Uncle Drew movie, <laughs> if you haven't heard of him. The star of the new Uncle Drew movie. Um, Cheryl Miller's brother. Yeah, Cheryl Miller's brother, <laughs> really. He's more commonly known. But, um, yeah, I saw something about the Pacers, like a stat on Twitter. It said the Pacers haven't drafted in the top ten in the draft since 1989. So the Pacers are in that, I think we're just perpetually going to be in that zone of mediocrity where you're not bad enough to get a lottery pick, but you're not good enough to make a run in the finals. Yeah, we just kind of, we're one of those small market teams that's just kind of like floating. 
you have LeBron and Lance who just left the Midwest because what is there to do here? Well, we cut Lance. We did cut. Yeah, we did. We 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 Pardon cut. Me. Un, we wrongfully cut Lance. I I'm still we baffled. Did. And Joey buckets. But we got in return for one Joey buckets. We got one. Doug McBuckets. Doug McBuckets. Which I think is the second highest profile free agency signing of the season. I, I agree. $8 million for three years. He's 26. Um, he can shoot threes. He's going to be a backup. Bohan Bo- Bogdanovich. I think, I'd even go as far to say he's the next Kyle Corford. Give him a couple more years, and that's Kyle Corford 2.0. Doug McBuckets is Kyle Corford 2.0. Hot right. take. They both went to, you know. Creighton. That's cool. Did they both go to Creighton? They both went to Creighton. They both, <laughs> they both went to Creighton. So yeah, that's a pretty good comparison, actually. I uh, I started to Google Kyle Corver, and I started while while I was doing it, I typed in Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> it's the same person, because isn't it? They look the same. But <laughs> anyways, who who whom out of whom out of this rookie draft class do you see making the biggest impact their rookie year? <sighs> I gotta pull up that Let's wiki. do two. Let's do two answers. I gotta pull up that wiki. Go ahead. The first one is anybody. You can choose anybody. And then who's your sleeper? Sleeper. All right. Who's your Donovan Mitchell? I mean, I just okay. The guy I like the most. I I just like Luca. I mean, he is still a teenager, and he led his team to a championship in the second most difficult league in the world, in the Euro League. I mean. There's nothing, and he was the MVP of the league as well. Like you have somebody, he's proven himself at a higher level than anybody else in the draft. So I just like the way he looks on tape. I like the fact that he's going to the Mavericks, so he can learn from fellow Euro great Dirk. And I, I really like Luca. Who, who do you got? I, I honestly, I'm not a huge fan of Luca. Okay. I'm just not. And I, I hate to go so mainstream, but I honestly, the person I think that's going to impact their team the most is DeAndre Ayton. He's going to a terrible team. He's filling a need. He is – I have always thought he's the best player in this draft class. Yeah. Um, yeah, best players in the draft class don't lose in the first round of the NCAA tournament. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> okay. But – Mo Wagner – Made it to the championship game. And he's on the Lakers with LeBron. That's my sleeper. <laughs> he's not my sleeper. But go ahead, Aiden. I like Aiden a lot as well. A- yeah, Aiden's my go-to. My my sleeper, though, I don't know if you consider the eighth pick a sleeper, but I really, really, really like Colin Sexton. All right. Sexton on the Cavs. I like Sexton on the Cavs. He's going to a team that now has an obvious, like, Obvious hole everywhere except for Kevin Love, who will probably be traded. <laughs> He's going to have every chance to succeed, and he does what you want out of an NBA point guard. He makes plays, and he plays defense. And I just really like how much defense he plays yeah. and how well he how, how well he plays it. Colin Sexton is, you know the Brooklyn pick that was being tossed around all summer or, mm-hmm. all, or all year? Yeah. He's the Brooklyn pick. Yeah. Colin Sexton has become the Brooklyn pick, so he has high expectations for him. But I, I really like him as well on the Cavs. I love the Aaron Holiday pick for the Pacers just because I like the Pacers. He's going to be a good two-way guard. Oh, yeah, that's an obvious that's an obvious sleeper. I think he fills, he fills a need, and he's – I think in any other year, this is a great draft class. 
I think in any other year he's easily a lotto pick. He averaged twenty points and six and five, sorry, five assists in college. In the Pac twelve. In the Pac twelve at UCLA. Like that's hard to do. Lonzo didn't Aaron. average twenty points, did no. he? No. Uh, uh probably not. I can check. <laughs> no, but Aaron Holiday's impressive. He comes from arguably he has a better pair of brothers than Lonzo. <laughs> He's the original ball family. Holidays like, are a better basketball family than the balls. Hot take. First hot, hot take. take. First hot take of the podcast. Mm-hmm. I like, let me see what Lonzo averaged at UCLA. My my sleeper, while I'm looking that up, my sleeper, I don't know if you heard about this, Robert Williams, Texas A&M, he went to the Celtics. Yep. He's my sleeper. Because he missed his first meeting with the Celtics because he overslept his alarm. <laughs> He's my literal sleeper of the draft. <laughs> I didn't know that. I, no. I, I love that. <laughs> you can. Look, I get everything I know off of Reddit. So. Oh, one, so. one. I, I, I did forget about this. Landry Shamet. Yes. For Wichita State, going to Philadelphia 76ers. I think that's a great pick. I think he should have gone earlier. And Sports Illustrated disagrees with me. He gave it a C minus. Mm. But I, I watched Shemet play in college, and yes. he's he's a he's a playmaker. He's a game changer. He does his job and he does it well. And I think he could be the next. I mean, to compare him, um, so obviously Fred Van Vliet, mm. also from Wichita State. Yes. I think they're very comparable. And I think Shemet is more athletic. I really do. And when I watched him play, I think he's more athletic. And breaking news: athleticism is important in the NBA. You heard it here first. Lonzo scored uh, 14 points a game on eight assists and six rebounds. Not a triple-double, not my MVP. But <clears throat> two and a half turnovers. Trash. <laughs> Lonzo. But, yeah. I mean, Aaron Holiday, 20 points, same conference, same team. I like Aaron Holiday on the Pacers. The draft's always crazy because it happens, and I forget where everybody goes, except for, like, the top three guys. Like, I have to, like, be on Wikipedia all the time when I talk about it because I forget. Where did, where did Shea Gilgis-Alexander go? Uh, 11th. Oh, wow. Nice. Two. Without looking. Oh, he he, uh, he got traded. He went to the Clippers. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Ooh, Isaac. He went to the Clippers. Yeah. You're more cre- credentialed than you think. I, I love the NBA draft. It's my, it's my favorite time of year. Matter of fact, when we played 2K, it was the most exciting part of our fantasy dr- or our, like our uh, my league. We would just Isaac would literally just tank his team until he had like three lottery picks and then just run the league for the next five years. Here's what I'm proposing. <laughs> Houston, all you teams that have assets but you're not going to win a championship, trade all of them. Look at the Boston Celtics. Trade all of the assets for draft picks three years down the road, one year down the road, draft a bunch of young guys, yeah. sign one big free agent. That is the winning recipe. That's what the Warriors did. That's what the Celtics have been doing. I mean, it's that's what the Sixers have done, kind of. To I mean, Hinky, with the rest process. in peace. Yes. Moment of silence. I, I do like this. Yeah. It works in 2K, and it kind of works in real life, if we're being honest. Are we wrapping up, Isaac? I think we are. Okay. Final topic. This is... I don't know if I said this at the beginning. Isaac and I used to live together. We haven't seen... When's the last time we saw each other? Like a year. Yeah. We we roomed in college about two, for two years, and we were together junior and senior year, but we haven't seen each other much at all 
So it's just exciting for us to get together and talk. So we want to talk about what we've been texting about the past couple days. <laughs> this new Drake album. Rap music in general, but this new Drake album. Scorpion. Isaac, have, be honest with me. Have you listened to the entirety of this saga that is scorpion i don't have time and i am level with you i have adhd drake you're really not thinking about us out here i cannot sit down and listen to this entire 25 track album i don't have time i don't really care that much to be honest i've heard it has some bangers but even that i'm not even sure about like i haven't heard any song reference like anybody saying like this song is great i've just heard like a line or two yeah. And if you're going to have a line or two from an album, like, make it shorter. Exactly. I mean, there's God's Plan, but that came out months ago. Oh, here is something crazy I, wa- I want to throw out there. I saw a thing today. The God's Plan, he says, I only love my bed and my mama. I'm sorry. His son's middle name is Mabet. M-A-H-B-E-T. Oh, my God. And so there's a theory that he's saying his son's middle name, oh, and no. that could be the slickest thing ever. Drake confirmed goat. <laughs> if that's true. If that's true. I hope that's true. But he slid that in on us. If that's true, he slid that in on us months before any of this Pusha T stuff came out, which we will get to, because Isaac loves him some Pusha T. If that. he slid that in, why didn't he bring it up in the Pusha T beef? I don't know. I, I think he was saving it for Scorpion, which honestly... You could just save the whole album of Scorpion because I don't need it. It's not a good album. I I had a buddy of mine make a Spotify playlist of like a dozen songs that he thinks should be on the album and then just scrapped out the 13 because it's just more list. I, I could get through it. I could get through 12 songs like, you know, a normal album. I can't get through a three, a, a trilogy of songs from Drake. And he, 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 technically in the album, it has two parts, like the two side type thing. Yes. But like, nobody releases that much music. I mean, the last people that released that much music, I mean, you can look back at Hootie at the Blowfish, and they <laughs> killed their career when they did it. All right. So Drake, you're either killing your career, which I don't, I don't think is actually going to happen. No. Come on, man. It's not all about you. It's not. Kanye's releasing stuff too. I got to listen to that. And Kanye's stuff is under 40 minutes. All of them are seven tracks. Kanye comes out and says, I'm going to make seven track albums, short, sweet, to the point. And Drake's like, nah, man. (laughs) A real album should be 25 tracks. I mean, I'm looking up movies that are under 90 minutes. I could watch Zombieland. Zombieland's a great movie. Zombieland's a great movie. It's one of my favorites. I, I actually hate movies, but I, I don't have the attention span to watch movies. But See, this is what we're talking. Our generation is not built to listen to an hour and a half long album. Drake, I hear you, I feel you, but please tone it back. I liked it better when you were just doing the singles thing. Uh, yeah. I can keep up with the singles. Also, the singles were great. Things were great. Except for I'm Upset. That's, that's trash. Yeah, I'm Upset is a pretty trash thing. He only saved that one with the music I'm upset. Oh, the music video is great. I'm upset that you released it. I think what Drake's game is is he just wants to get the streaming numbers. I mean, he's gonna put out 25 songs, mm-hmm. and he's just gonna get all the Spotify, all the title listens, and he's just gonna be on the top of the charts for the next year. <laughs> like I highly believe that because 
I I tried to trudge my way through the 25 songs. I sadly could not. There are a lot of throwaways. None of we don't need half this album. Yeah. So Isaac, go ahead. What are you gonna he, say? He has all of the top tracks on spot. You're on spot on, or on title. Well, Isaac's yeah. a title boy. He went to a Jay Z concert. All right. So, um, <laughs> sad. Um, by XXX is number one. Rest in peace. Then uh, Cardi B, Bad Bunny, and J Balvin got number two. And then you got Nice for What at number three. Nice for What? That you got God's good. Plan at number eight. But the rest of them have not. I mean, you got Little Baby and Drake with Yes Indeed, which is trash indeed. <laughs> um, Don't talk bad about the baby. I love me some Little Baby. I cannot. <laughs> I cannot vibe with that song. No, I don't. But Pusha T and Kanye and Good Music are releasing good music. <laughs> Can I just say something real quick? On yes. Spotify, Drake has the top 12 songs. That's it. <laughs> real music lovers use title. But good music lovers listen to Pusha T. That's right. <laughs> and I have not given Pusha... Isaac has some takes on Pusha T. I mean, he just loves Pusha T's album. Pusha T's album, Daytona... First off, the cover art is... So cool. It's a picture of Whitney Houston's bathroom after she died. That's something. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, might be unethical, but, like, for a rap album, like, yeah, give it to me. It's pretty hard, yeah. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty hard. And you know, like, you see that picture, you know he's, Pusha T's about to drop some knowledge on you. And he does, and all seven of those songs are good. And, like, what Drake got mad about, here, here's my, here's my beef here. Yes. Drake got mad about a line mentioning a ghostwriter. Mm-hmm. In push that push a team engine. Kendrick Lamar a couple years ago, like a while back, yes, mentioned that Drake's has a ghostwriter. He doesn't say crap to Kendrick. Drake thinks he can push around Pusha T. I would be upset if I'm Pusha T too. I'd be very upset. Like Drake, you just know you can't step to Kendrick. Like you, you know there is no way you can step up to Kendrick no and get out of that mess. No one. You said. thought you could do it to Pusha T, and Pusha T said nope. Yes. And he ruined your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one comes at Kendrick. Isaac and I are both known Kendrick lovers. No one can come at Kendrick. And I, he had the audacity. Drake had the audacity to come at Pusha. Which, honestly, I'm not a huge Pusha T fan. But even I know, you don't, you don't come at somebody who's been selling coke <laughs> and selling drugs. I mean, he's, Drake's coming from Degrassi. And Pusha T's coming from... Literal crime. <laughs> so I did not think... Not a wise career move for Drake. No. Push T worked his way up. He's got amazing verses. He he heads um, Kanye's label, Good Music. Like, he is a known champion in the rap industry. And Drake's out here trying to play games with publicity. And that's not going to fly with Push T. No. So thank you, Pusha T, for putting Drake in his place. And Drake, if you have a song that's going to end his career, drop it. Pusha T told you to drop it. Yes. We're here to tell you to drop it because I'm tired of all this talk. Drake, you need to bite. You got to stop barking. Bite. Oh, you didn't You didn't hear the song? It's uh, called Ratchet Happy Birthday, <laughs> and it's on Scorpion. That's, that's, have, you, yeah, have you heard that song? Wait, that's the song? That's it's the song? not the song. It's probably the worst song we've ever seen Drake put out. It's called Ratchet Happy Birthday. I haven't listened. You need to listen to it off air because we can't afford paying for that. But <laughs> it's one of the worst songs I've ever heard. Good. All right. <laughs> uh, well, we'll 
chew it up later. But yeah, that that push a T Drake. Drake, figure it out, man. Figure it out. Figure it out. But thank you for listening to this mess. If you made it through, I applaud you. I applaud you. We're at 50 minutes recording right now. <laughs> just so you're aware. We're going to edit this down. But thank you for listening. I'm Isaac. This is Derek. Bye.